Street. This is Jay Rich, also known as Spider Dribble. <laughs> Please, make sure to check us out on gtownradio.com. Thursday at 9pm, we are Black Dribbles, despite accent. Yes, <laughs> this is the case. G-Town it's Radio, good. sound from Germantown. Da. Yes, yes. You drink good? Yeah. Ah, ah, ah. One, two, three, <laughs> four dribbles. Lightning effect. Yeah. Back where it all began. G-Town Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your Black Tribbles. This is that 215 nerd vibe, G-Town creativeness. Five-piece band of folks that created this. Every black geek made a wish and it came true. We are here to edutain you. Spark your imagination, make you smarter. Bruce Wayne, Clark Kent, Peter Parker. Mace Windu and Miss Aurora Monroe. Find us online and get ready for a fun show. What you want to know about the genre? We got it. That hot shit. No matter what's the topic. Anime, cosplay, cartoons, and comics. From old school classics to high tech and cosmic. Sometimes I'll drop some classic hip hop shit. Kennedy or Rocky Wild in the mosh pit. E-Mac and Jay bagging up like hobbits. And of course, Captain Lynn in command of the cockpit. That's right, y'all. Welcome. Black Tribbles Prime is in your area, in your mind, and in your ears. Check it out, G-Town Radio. It is your Black Tribbles. Yo, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Welcome to Black Tribbles in my name is Len, aka the Bat Tribble, and as always, I am joined in studio by what up, Tribble fam? Your man, our son, the voice of reason, aka Super Tribble, aka that dude that's bad at using the internet. Good evening. Hold on, I'll go because you, you always the closer. I ain't trying to follow that up. No problem, do your thing. <laughs> is the the grand commander of the scope, the graduate of the Kame House. Y'all know me. It's Isaiah, aka the Super Saiyan Triple, aka Swole Brother Number One. How y'all doing? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and motherfucking girls. This is your master with no name speaking, and I'm here to rock your world, telling you a little story that you don't know. About what you need in your life. I'll give you the game. So open your ears. Yo, you need triple control. Ready? Oh, triple control. Uh-huh. <laughs> see, see, see. What you don't know is I got my control over triples. I be like, shut the F up when we recording. <laughs> but when we done, they be talking again. It's the trouble, y'all. What's going on? How you feeling? Lord <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. As always, another epic introduction from the Tribble, formerly known as Master. The Spider Tribble is actually um, hard at work, ladies and gentlemen. That's why he cannot be here working on a project that's going to be coming your way this month. We're going to have some news about that later on. We can in tell the them show. what it is. Not what it is, but what the event is what the event is it is the annual 
Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Yes, sir. It is that time of year again. Most certainly. And it's um, going down the the last two weeks in August this year. And this year, they usually do it at Tattoo Moms. And we're returning to the beautiful Tattoo Moms on South Street. But they are actually doing the, the um, podcast festival at two locations this year. They're doing it at Amalgam Comics. 2578 Frankfurt Avenue. Oh, shucky ducky. As well as at Tattoo Moms and the Black Tribbles for the uh, third year in a row have been asked to be the closing act for the Philadelphia Podcast Festival but we are also doing a show the week prior so it's two opportunities to check out the Black Tribbles and you really want to check not one not one wait a minute so not one dog (laughs) so I get to double my chance to see Tribbles live or some podcast festival ish yo are you are you serious dog it's not even my birthday yet what are you talking about (laughs) yo tell me again Bats I don't believe you say it again run it back give it to me now <laughs> Say it. What? What? No, I need the facts, man. Give me the facts, Jack. What is it? What's up? What's up? These are trouble you talk about. You're taking too long. What's up, bro? <laughs> yes, the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Two locations, two weeks, black dribbles, double your chances. For real? No, shut up. No, it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get it out. Um, yeah, so we got information coming about that later on. Oh. All right, so so definitely want to stay Yeah, let's try that again later, Lane, because you didn't, you didn't <laughs> disseminate that accurately <laughs> to the nation. I don't know how they were supposed to catch any of that, my man. All right, um, we are continuing to count down. To Star Trek Mission New York, the 50th anniversary of Star Trek, the big convention that's going to be happening in the Javits Center in Manhattan. The Black Tribbles will be there. Wait a minute, the Javits Center in New York? I'll play. I'll play. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> doing big things. Big things. <laughs> doing big things. Doing big things. Um, and we're actually going to be there doing a couple of special things. We're going to, to give you information about that as well as later on tonight. Um, but we have a returning guest, a returning big time Star Trek guest. Um, returning with us this evening. Introduce yourself to the Tribble Nation. I am Rhonda. I was here a couple weeks ago for the Ferengi Countdown. And you are one with the Tribble Nation. I am Luddite Tribble. That's right. Now remind everybody why you are Luddite Tribble because Eric and um, Randy weren't here. Because my telephone has a cord. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, your cell phone? I don't own own one of those things. Oh. Oh, like a house phone. Like a house phone. Oh, I remember those. It's, so banging. <laughs> and I don't own a computer. How? I just didn't get one. But like, what do you do for stuff? I read. <gasps> what do you like do paper. for stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like seriously, like the internet, like news, time, like weather, like that's like the Weather Channel and the newspaper. Yep. Okay. They Yo, still make those. You know what I feel? You know what's great though. The fact that you can actually bang on people. Some like if you're on the phone. I oh, do miss that. Oh my god, that can, was the best ever. I can still hang up on people oh, and let them know I hung up on them. Yeah, banging on people is is a is a thing that like there's an entire generation that has no concept of that. Yeah, that's How true. To end you, the phone you just you just yep. like you know push your little button and stuff. If you ain't never been banged on, <laughs> you never had a chance to bang on somebody. You're missing out. That's one of the best feelings in the world. Somebody true. just running, and you're like, you know what, man. 
Bang! Talk the tone. And then you step back. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine that there's not already an app that you can just press and it'll just bang. Get the, the sound effect. Yeah. No, no, no. It's I'm talking the about the. You, you actually feel the impact. And the little, <laughs> the makes my phone vibrate when I do it. The little bells inside the phone ring a little bit. And you hear the jaws like, ring. Ring. That's a good feeling, man. That is a, that is a good feeling. That was good. Nothing punctuate even the end of a call like not even a bah. flip phone could it could you know even when you had a flip phone you'd be like ah. click. That was but that's still only as wide as your hand working with click. Yeah, when that's you true. bang on somebody, you could bring that joint from downtown. You go like Shaquille O'Neal slam dunk on the back, <laughs> and all they hear is the sound like what is that? No, I got <laughs> Don't let me be at grandma's house with the wall phone, man. I'm behind oh, the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the back on the jaw. Oh. <laughs> Hit it with the Vince Carter move. Yeah. <laughs> elbow. Hey, that thing with my elbow. <laughs> Just oh, stand there for you. It's over. 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 Your man said in the side. Over. Done. Yeah, man. All right. All right, so we got a fun Yo, show. Y'all just come over to your house and start calling people and hang out. <laughs> <laughs> That's because. Oh, God. Yeah, you know, you, you probably make money like, like that. <laughs> Yo, if you got a phone, yeah, if you I, need to bang with somebody. I figured out a way to pay for Dragon Con. There yep. you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That would be so great. There'd be a, there'd be a line be so at your door. Bad. There'd be a line at your door. Like, yo, people I gotta call my ex. I gotta call my kid. Phones to find the number, dial it from her phone, and be like, you know what? You filthy son of a bang. Pick on five dollars. Entrepreneurism. Right, right there. there. <laughs> right there. Yes. No. Write that down. Mm. Mm, that's copyrighted, Black Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so um, all right, so we got a fun show for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. The countdown is continuing tonight. We're talking about the top ten technologies of Star Trek, which is very timely because we've touched on it before. Many people have touched on it. Um, all of the you know technological wizardry that w- was part of Star Trek. From the original series all the way through to um, Voyager and even in on into the movies, a lot of that technology, which you can see in today, you know, just talking about cell phones in general. I mean, the the cell phones are the communicators of the '60s. Yeah, right. On start, straight to the look. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, we're going to get into that uh, as well as. We've got a fun little contest, and I'm putting it out there to everybody on um, in Facebook or, or listening to the show. We have, actually to give away, we have a copy of Injustice, Gods Among Us, for PS3. That we um, that It's like the last prize that we had yep. from um, the big uh, Injustice tournament that we did last week at mm-hmm. uh, Malcolm Comics and Coffee House. So we've got that cop because we gave away two Xbox copies, but we have one lone PS3 sitting there. Nobody want me. So now we figure out a way to give it away. So we've got it out there. Anyone that can call us, call us on the show and send uh, and uh, stump a triple. You know, we've got to come up with any geek, you know, question out there and see if you can stump the black tribbles we're not going to look it up we're live on periscope right now so we yep, won't yep. be googling anything video proof so we won't we won't be googling if you can stump a tribble you will win it's, it's as easy as that so you ask us the questions and see what we know 
you can win Injustice Gods Among Us for the PS3. All right, it's just that simple. And the phone number to call is 267 417 8114. That's 267 417 8114. All right. All right, so we've got that going on. And we've got an unveiling that we need to do. So you can call up anytime. You just interrupt the whole, because we're trying to get rid of it, to be honest. Um, uh, uh, we've got an unveiling to do. True. Uh, if you can hand me that roll right there next to you, uh, turn on the triple. lights for this one. Lights for this one. As you know, the, the Black Tribbles, we're going to be doing big things at Star Trek Mission Fifty, and they they in appreciation for everything that we've been doing promotion wise for the event. They have sent us actually some posters uh, to use as giveaways. So we have not we have not looked at the posters yet. So. Uh, Let's see I, how this look. I, I, let, I let the man of long arms. <laughs> the the, the, the to steal himself. Yeah, the elongated fingers of his. See if he can go down and pull pull them up. See if he can get a poster out. Hopefully, don't take out the don't take them all out because I got a funny feeling they won't get back in. <laughs> you know, but if we can get one out, you can see what this uh, finessing and maneuvering. Uh, looks like they may all be look at his hands. All gentle. Yeah, moving. yeah, they all coming through. They're all coming through. It's all right. It's all good. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. All right. So let's see. We'll right. work it out. You ready? Yep, yep. Yeah. Let's see what this poster is. reveal look like. Woo. Oh, actually. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. Woo. Look at that. Show that, show that to uh, Luda. Look at Oh, nice. That's oh, pretty. Oh, yeah. That is nice. It's the entire original um, original oh, cast. Man. The original original cast. The original new original. The original. Yeah. The, new, the, the original. You got William Shatner, Leonard Nimoy. Uh, um, wow, George George Takei, uh, DeForest Kelly, um, uh, wow, Walter Koenig, and I'm drawing a, a blank. James Doohan, James Doohan, and of course Michelle Nichols, uh, front and center. Uh, that is really beautiful. That is gorgeous. It looks like it looks like it's not Alex Ross. So it looks like they basically like painted over the pic the those pictures because I remember. Uh, Recognize the pictures. Get on, get on microphone, man. Get on mic. Nemo looks a little bit like an Alex Ross. I think I th his, he, yeah. his face looks like an Alex Ross painted face, but the rest look painted over. This yeah, is but it's, it is fly. That this is fly. Is so really, the, really this really poster, nice. you can um, we we've got this poster to give away for for fans um, and we've we've got Rhonda here. Rhonda, you want a poster? I would love a poster. There you go. Hey, there it's we go. It's that simple. The I'm one of Luda the few fans of the first movie. Of the, fir of the, the motion wow. picture. That has this background, the red. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you are one of the few fans. because <laughs> I, I don't even think the cast is a fan of that movie. Like so the, it's deserving. I like the gray pajamas. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's, a, that's a hard movie <laughs> to sit through. Like, like um, Star Trek The Motion Picture. Did you ever see Star Trek The Motion Picture, uh, Matt? I'm pretty sure, yeah. And it came out like I think in eighty seventy nine. Seventy nine. All right, yeah, seventy nine. Um, uh, yeah, because like uh, like uh, they're all like in their like forties and fifties, but you know, Kirk's hair is twenty years old. And <laughs> um, so, why did you like that movie where where no one else likes that movie? Because I mean, it, I know it, a few people like you can fit on my hand. So so why so why is this this basketball squad of you that that? Like <laughs> <laughs> It was 
it was the spirit of the original series, which was seeking out new life. And there was new life. There wasn't some big hairy villain out for revenge That's or, or something. True. It was they found new life and trying to understand new life and yes. meeting up with one another after all these years. And after we hadn't seen them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Because there was no action. So, so. Well, that's because we spent so much time looking at Veger. Yes. Yeah. That's did. like half the movie. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it <laughs> literally, it literally <laughs> is. And the other half is, the, is them getting the Enterprise out of dock. Right. Yeah, that, is a, that is a dry. <laughs> that's a good hour right there. Dry movie. <laughs> that's the only way I can describe it. It's just like. Whew. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Uh, we. We heard from Kennedy didn't we tell you that didn't yeah, we say that we, we did say she, she's gonna be here somehow somehow some way the the spirit of the storm trouble would be felt her tonight. presence will always be felt and she made sure to ask us to uh, save a poster for her okay uh, so so yeah she saw it cool so we will save a poster for you Kennedy. of course don't Danny. worry about it don't worry about it you get 1k of course okay so we're gonna start to show off um th- with like we always do Kind of looking at the news, but really not looking at the news. We're we're going to um, uh, return to a topic that we talked about last week, where um, interspersed with our talking about you know the top ten Captain Kirkisms, we had we got into a pretty spirited debate here about Wonder Woman and the Wonder Woman movie that's going to be coming out, um, which through email because it's the only way you can contact her when she's at work. Uh, through email, I got in the conversation with Rhonda here, who said that she has her own issues with the uh, Wonder Woman movie, none of which have to do with the casting of Gal Gadot. So we'll get into that in a minute. But Super Saiyan Triple Isaiah, yep, yep. you actually made a very interesting um, uh, uh, confession on yeah. Twitter. Yes, I did. Just yes, the I other did. Day. All right. So the other day, while I was at you know the other job working or not, had some time. Went and looked at the San Diego Comic Con, you know, uh, polls and uh, the panels. I mean, panels and just like I watched the Wonder Woman video over and over and over again. The trailer. Just, yeah, the trailer. Just like trying to like critique it and just like get like a better analysis of it. And then the more I watched, the more I'm like, you know what? She's really trying. She's really working this Wonder Woman thing. She is a little bit bigger because I saw her stand next to Chris Pine. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, she's actually a lot taller than I remembered. Yeah. yeah she's and I'm like, like six, one or two. I'm like, ten. okay. No, she's not that tall, but she, I think she's about 5'10. Yeah, she's that's like, what I said. I'm like, because I'm like, I think she had heels on. I'm like, but I'm like, without them, she's got to be like 5'10, 5'11. All right, right. So she's, she's taller than I remember. And then, like, when she was at the panel, she, like, had her arms crossed, whatever. I'm like, she flexing a little. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so she did. She's been in the gym. I'm like, okay, okay, I see you. You working. You working. And then I saw the trailer. I was like, all right, even from Dawn of Justice, I did admit when you were fighting Doomsday, that was dope. Like, you had, like, the battle sense of Wonder Woman. You had that essence. And I'm like, okay, she's very graceful. I'm like, okay, she's really starting to embody Wonder Woman to me. And then I looked at the trailers. I'm like, all right, she got it. The rest of her Glamazons that I called them last week, they, they kind of need some help. But Gal Gadot. Yeah, she my Wonder she Woman now. It, she got it. She so got it, she got dude. my vote now. She won me over. If you look at her like the when they first put her out and and announced her as Wonder Woman, there's a shot of her and you see her arm, right? Mm-hmm. And she's very very thin. Yeah. Like extraordinarily thin. If you look at her nap but from from then till now in the last 5 years. Yo, 
she has been working. Yeah. Like, and, you know, I, I when when they announced her to begin with, it was like, she she's had, she was uh, IDF for two years. Mm-hmm. Like, every Israeli citizen is. Yeah. So she's she's got training. She's yeah, done. So she had the combat she's already. She's done uh, sword fighting training. She's done a couple different martial arts training. She's doing the work. Yeah. And I would say at least 30% of the dudes I know would get hemmed. Yeah. At least 30%. So I'm like, you know, give it a shot. Let, let's see what happens with it. And, I, she, you know, she did a fantastic job in, in Batman v Superman. And I, I'm glad she's getting her, her own shot. From yeah. the corrections department, we heard again from Kennedy who uh, <laughs> said, um, admonished us to stop reaching uh, because Gal Gadot is only five foot nine. So, okay, okay, fair enough. Now. But hey, okay. still taller than, you know, I thought before. Probably. I thought she was a lot shorter. What, what do you think feelings on uh, Gal Gadot as uh, Wonder Woman over there? Uh, well, as I mentioned to you, I think it's a novel idea that they hired a Mediterranean actress to play a Mediterranean character. So that's that's new, considering all of our superheroes right now are all British. Right. Um, yeah. And on top of that, I was okay with her being thin because Christopher Reeve and Daniel Craig were both hired for Superman and James Bond when they were skinny. And then they hit the gym before filming started. Mm-hmm. So... I had no problem with Gal Gadot's size because she got hired, and now she's going to hit the gym. There's no way yeah. she cannot. So, yeah. and and I think there's evidence of it in, in the trailer. Yeah, there, yeah. But you had uh, another issue with the movie. Well, my issue wasn't with the movie; it was with how the character and I'm and because everything is so hush hush, like we don't know too much yet. Mm-hmm. Is how she's going to be portrayed okay. because. My Wonder Woman is the Peter David Wonder Woman, not the Peter David, the George Perez Wonder Woman mm-hmm. from post crisis. So, Crisis of Infinite Earths back in the the eighties, the mid eighties. Um. So, and and Wonder Woman restarted in nineteen eighty seven, and that Wonder Woman, as well as a couple reboots following that, were very feminine, and I've always liked the feminine Wonder Woman, and there's there's always a a desire it seems to want to masculinize her a bit to make her more attractive to male fans Mm -hmm. and to get because they're not going to want to necessarily go watch a girl do girl stuff but then that throws me off as a girl who wants to watch a girl go do girl do girl go do girl stuff um and my other issue is with her origin because i have always enjoyed the origin of shaping of of Queen Hippolyta going down to the Themisarin or Paradise Island, whichever you call it, beach, and forming a infant out of clay, and then the gods and goddesses imbued her with life. Uh, that's the universal creation myth, and the three major religions all go back to that. So that had no issue with me, but in the New 52, her origin story was changed. That was considered unrealistic, and so her origin story was changed to where she's now the a demigod. A demigod, but she's the she's the basically the bastard of her mother having an affair with a married man. And so that just did not go down well with me at all. And I only bought issue one of the New 52 before I told my comic book store, not take me off the list for that one, which was the... That's never happened. I've gotten Wonder Woman every month forever. But I just... Dead, I could not handle that, especially since none of the or none of the other origin stories changed. None of the men's origin stories changed, and they are completely as unrealistic as shaping clay and waiting for gods and goddesses to breathe life into it. 
Yeah, um, the, the it was changed by writer Brian Azzarello and Cliff uh, Chang in uh, the new 52 Wonder Woman, so that Wonder Woman was now a demigod, the child of Zeus, and a warrior among a much more uh, hostile race of Amazons. And another thing that people were talking about that they didn't like about that um, iteration of Wonder Woman was the lack of a supporting network in the Amazons and the decision decision excuse me to ostracize diana from her people even further as well as the increased importance of masculine roles in her origin besides having zeus as her father she is shown to have been trained uh very very heavily by aries um going up which you yes so um and of course she had to have an affair with superman so all of a sudden she's surrounded by men. Well, it wasn't an affair. Because the Superman they wasn't married. Love. But Superman That's true. Was, they married. In the New 53, he's not couple. married. So it wasn't but he an a couple. Affair. But it's so boring. It's so I, 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 boring. I hear you on that. Right. But, but to it wasn't an affair. It wasn't an affair. It wasn't an affair. Go ahead, Randy. You look like you wanted to say something. Did you read any of it? I didn't, but I've heard nothing but good things about the story. I will say that people who read comics and whose opinion I think well of with comics have all said that. Brian Azzarello did a fantastic writing he job. He really did. I've heard nothing he, he negative really did. about the, it. Right? The, the Azzarello stuff was very, very good. Um, and then when he left, the Finches took over, and it it st- that the Finches run started very, very slow, and it finished well. But it it the start on that was it was it was such a drop off from how good the Azzarello stuff was um, to. When the when the Finches uh, Meredith and David Finch started, uh, she was writing and David Finch was doing the art. It was such a, a tremendous drop off in the the storytelling ability from Azarello to Meredith Finch. It picked up it, by the time it finished with issue fifty two. It picked up. Um, I will say, check out the the rebirth stuff because there are there are questions about her origin. Oh yes, I've already picked up rebirth. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Um, but. It's it's worth a read. It's it's worth a read. They tell some. There's some great storytelling, and the the idea of the sort of masculinizing of it of the whole thing. It doesn't it doesn't really happen because the. Well, how can the, you say it doesn't happen? It, it it's no. I mean there. no. I mean I mean in within the story itself. The story itself is is the main focus of the whole story is is oh is her, and um, Zeke's mother, the baby's mother, uh, Zola. Right. And Hera and uh, and then Hermes. Hermes is is in and out of it. None of the, the the male characters are all very sort of in and out of it. the The focus of that book is Hera, Zola, Wonder Woman, um, Artemis, not Artemis, um, the evil one, Antiope. Uh, no, uh, Ares. No, Apollo's sister. Apollo's sister. Apollo's like um, twin sister. I can't think of her name. Apollo's twin sister was Aphrodite. Yeah. She's a, she's like though she's like the most evil creature in the they world. They made her book. evil. Oh, she's terrible. Yeah, but to say that Hermes is not a part of it, Hermes is definitely he, a part of it because yeah. he kidnaps the baby, and then right. rescues the baby, and then they, like everybody is doing a whole lot. But I, I don't think that there's. And then Orion they, they, comes they, in from the New Gods. Yeah, he shows up for for an issue or two, and they they introduce a bunch of a bunch of new uh, new characters that are all her half brothers and sisters because Zeus has kids all over the right. planet. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, good yeah, stuff. Do, it's a it, good it, read. It, it is, is kind very, of very it is kind of good. But I do when you mentioned that because we we saw each other the other day. We just ran into each other as we want to do because we both live in West Philadelphia and um, and now we know each other. It's like Ludite, but so, <laughs> um, uh, so and we we're having this conversation. And when you mentioned that, you know, as much as I kind of 
tried to defend it as you know this being um, you know maybe truer in 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 tone to like a lot of the the historical stories about Greek you know the Greek gods, and which I agree, like right? Um, I do have to say that did resonate with me the the whole idea of that that more prominent male influence being in her origin story. Um, and I could see where people might, you know, I could certainly see your point of having, having a, a problem with that. Um, again, hearing from the corrections part department, and this one is a very, a very good one. Uh, Kennedy points out that because of you, Mac, um, well, I'm just noticing it. This is why it happened because you kind of like, like, <laughs> interrupted me a little bit when I was talking about what Jay was doing while he was not here. Right. We never <laughs> did get to announcing that Kennedy is out here tonight as well because we just kind of started riffing on the the podcast festival. Uh, so Kennedy is actually not here tonight as well, ladies and gentlemen. She was feeling uh, a little bit under the weather. Um, so she, she is home. But as you can see, we are getting uh, um, summons from... Um, from deep space nine so <laughs> she's she's her presence is definitely felt and we appreciate that so um there as you go, always kids. my bad all right i apologize all right i know you said it's cool though but i was still corrected it all right sometimes you gotta do what a triple gotta do do what you gotta do gotta do all right so um then it, but going down that rabbit hole of, of wonder woman it made me look at. Uh, I thought it was very interesting because there's been a lot of people, even you, um, Eric, was drawing the comparisons between uh, the Wonder Woman trailer uh, and Captain America because it basically looks like you know it's, it's uh, a period carbon piece copy and, and everything like that. Carbon copy. Well, I was reading on a story that uh, actually explained why it actually is very timely and allow and maybe a little bit more fitting that the Wonder Woman movie as opposed to being set in World War 2 is set in World War 1 and and the reason being is because to set it in World War 2 I mean it's it's basically uh, Wonder Woman coming to man's world you know she's returning Steve Trevor to man's world or whatever um, but if she comes to man's world in World War 2 which has been a lot of people or history is uh, sometimes deemed the good war because it's the war with uh, like a a defined villain like the Nazis are villains like what they are doing is bad there's nothing there's like there's no shades of gray in it you know they're bad so if she comes to for their uniforms there you go <laughs> so if she comes to man's world and she sees man at war. It's like, oh my god, you know, man's at war. Look at this. Uh, but then she sees who they're fighting, and they're fighting the Nazis. Well, of course, she's going to, you know, rally and fight beside them against this, obviously, an, an evil. Um, as opposed to World War One, which is much, much less defined, um, and depending on your point of view, you know. You could kind of put the cape around as far as the hero of the war behind who knows, you know, the people that the Germans or the Russians. Uh, it's all about greed in World War One, and it's 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 all about fighting just for fighting's sake. 
for Wonder Woman to come to man's world into that situation and seeing man, you know, at their worst it, in war um, is creates a lot more story conflict for for the film and puts it in a, a whole different context. And I really appreciated that. It was is uh, pretty cool. It's a pretty good story that I saw on I think it was Slate. It was on Slate. dot com. It was very interesting. If you say so, it doesn't change a lot in my mind. Like I'm still waiting to see the movie. I don't know how they're like justifying it before they know like the context of her involvement in the whole thing. Like they may just hire her as like oh what used to call them. I guess they are a sellsword, basically. They go by many okay. names in different, you know, eras and conflicts. But, like, if she's just, like, a sellsword and they just hire her for muscle or whatever, you know what I mean? She could be an assassin. But, I mean, not that she definitely will be or whatever, but I'm waiting to see a reserve. That doesn't make too much of a difference for me, no. Yeah, I'm that, a, that's, that sounds like splitting hairs to me. Just don't let what? her throw the shield. Let me read directly from the, from, the, from the article. It says, if Wonder Woman entered the world during World War II... She would see a villain who needed to be stopped and instantly join in the battle. It would be a noble fight, one that she would enter willingly and instantly, no emotional conflict necessary. But now, when Wonder Woman discovers World War I, there won't be one person at fault. It will be men in general. And even though Wonder Woman is a warrior, the war she sees won't be a noble struggle. It will be a nightmare of horrors designed to inflict pain and death on others. By choosing World War I as her new origin, quote, uh, quote unquote, if you will, the Wonder Woman movie looks like it's making a bold claim about who the DC movies universe Wonder Woman is going to be, and especially what she fights against. The best reason to do that is to make the contrast between the story's main character and its setting. This Wonder Woman won't be a merciless killer, as she still sometimes portrayed in the comics. If she was, there'd be no narrative advantage in changing her origin from World War II. It stands to reason that the movie will instead star a Wonder Woman who loves peace and one who is willing to fight to achieve it. Just don't let her throw the shield. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> Why? They, they feel like that will be uh, too much of it turning into because a, no one's ever thrown a shield. Captain America Captain Part Jesus Three. Christ. No, doesn't that defeat the purpose of an effing shield? Like why? Dead <laughs> <laughs> serious. Seriously, serious. Who threw a shield? A shield like Spartacus. Who threw a shield? <laughs> you called it. It saves your life, right? Like it's not going <laughs> to. Did anybody throw a shield in Game of Thrones? Like Tyrion to beat you to death with one, but he never threw a shield. It's not a weapon. Am I wrong? It's Am I wrong? It's Super. Hey, hey, you can throw a shield if you're also wearing gauntlets that are invulnerable to anything, and you can throw tanks at people. You can do whatever the hell you want with a shield. <laughs> I mean, she can throw the tank. Just please, please. It's just like the, the shield thing shield. is just like, that's all cap. Like, I don't want to see that. Bullshit! I dog. I'm just saying. Oh, like, how long he got that, that trademark. How long was that? That was 40, 40 minutes. minutes. 40 minutes. 40 Yo, that's a new record, right? 40 Oh God! She uh, can. I mean, she can still do the shield bash. Just like, don't have her throw it and have it automatically come back. That's all I'm saying. That's Zena. Or oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all right. That's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, wait, hold on. Zena also had like the. Go ahead. Go ahead. I like this. the World War One change. Yeah. You like that? I like that change. So far, that that moves me closer to seeing it. So you so 
you weren't going to see it? I am still on the fence. Really? Okay. I am still on the fence, and which I never expected from Wonder Woman. I thought I'd be first in line, but, so, but still on the fence. Why are you uh-huh. on the fence as far as seeing the movie? Well, I'm not going to go and pay money for something that I think is wrong and okay. incorrect. What, why would I give my my hard-earned money to that? Because of because of the origin. Right. And how she's portrayed. But that's that's interesting. I know. Well, here's my question. Because you said you like to see Wonder Woman doing girl stuff. Like, I've never read Wonder Woman. So, like, in your opinion, because I don't know, because girl stuff means something totally different to me than it does to you. What is girl stuff that you like to see her do well, as the, opposed to, you know, pitching her up? The that she's always been doing, in my opinion, is 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 not as offensive. Just like Athena was, excuse me, Ares was the, both Ares and Athena are gods of war. Mm -hmm. But Athena's goddess of war was more tactical and more defensive. Whereas Ares was right in there. Aggressive. Destroy everything. Destroy everything in sight. Whereas Wonder Woman was like, you know, Athena's, let's take a step back. Let's survey the ground. Let's see what's going on. And that's how I want my Wonder Woman. And for the last couple of years, she's just been, oh, let me grab a sword and stab it. And just the fact that she has a sword, that was why she had the lasso for truth to find out why you're fighting in the first place. How can we make you better? Granted, that's not really cool nowadays and not as interesting, especially on 70 millimeter. And even I wouldn't want to sit and see that for two hours. However, there's got to be a middle ground between seeing her stab things and throw her shield at things for two hours and her helping people cross the street. But what you're talking about is her depiction in the comic books. And while I'm certain uh, they're obviously pulling from the comic books for the movie, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be changes. There's going to be changes from print to screen. There has to be changes. So wouldn't that uh, alone that possibility? Well, that's why she has the sword, and that works. Okay, but I'm saying, but wouldn't that possibility, the possibility of what those changes may be and what they may offer in the portrayal of Wonder Woman, be enough because you have been wanting a Wonder Woman movie? for so long Ever. for you to just say that I'm going to go see this movie. Now, if uh, to at least go see the first one. Yes, I'm going to go see the first one. I'm hopeful that it's going to give me everything that I want. I mi- And that's where the conflict comes because if I don't go see it, then I'll say, oh, nobody wants to see a Wonder Woman movie and we'll never do another one. Just like that's why we all went to see Star Trek the movie in 2009. We're going to go to see Abrams' new vision. They'll never give us another Star Wars, Star Trek movie. So, like I said, I'm on the fence. And I'm moving, and I'm cl- and I'm moving closer towards absolutely being first in line, but the jury is still out. There second. are still gel- deliberations. You'll be second. I'm gonna be first. Huh? I can't wait to see this movie. You're gonna be second. <laughs> I can't oh. wait for this movie. Okay. So I'm excited. second. Okay. Dope. I'll take second. All right. <laughs> okay. So that's our little uh, Wonder Woman screed, if you will. Uh, that was an interesting conversation. I, I, I myself, am just I can't wait for the movie. I'm eagerly awaiting it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it actually more than Justice League, to be honest. Um, Wonder Woman has been on the screen since, what was it, 80? Since Linda Carter left? It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been quite, well, live action. Live right, action. Live action. Yep. It's been quite a minute. Um, so, looking forward to that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, shift. Make a shift. The hell was that? Uh, that was actually um, Don hitting us up on Facebook and let us know that a little known fact only this current version of Wonder Woman is Greek or half Greek, uh, if you prefer. 
due to Zeus being her father. Yes, we know that. That's why we were talking about it. the real Amazons were not Greek, and due to that, Wonder Woman isn't Greek. It's just commonly it's a commonly thought falsehood. That's what uh, according to Don, uh, triple without a pause or a cause, and it's up on Facebook. Uh, all right, so let's do a shift right now. What time is it? It's not quarter up. So let's do a shift right now into talking a little bit about our topic du jour, which is the top 10 technologies of Star Trek. Um, which, like we say, if you look at all the episodes of Star Trek, you can see the future is like staring at you. And it starts right with the communicators. The communicators, which were like these little flippy joints, like. And those are the cell phones of, the, of today. Um, so well, no, no, like the nineties. Those were the nineties. Yeah, those were the nineties. You don't got to flip. Thank God. Well, my mom still has a flip. My pops. Yeah, got that's one too. that's certain so allowance. Yeah, yeah, I know a few people that have flips actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love it. <laughs> still ain't the phone up today, bro. <laughs> 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 they just still got them. It's the phone of last week. They're still kicking. <laughs> true enough. True enough. We'll call it yesteryear. True enough. Well, never, nevertheless. Which was the episode? Yes, it was. Uh, but nevertheless, it was it 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 was um, you know uh, where a lot of people, a lot of phone um, makers uh, and creators have said that they got their inspiration from the communicators of of Star Trek. Which I have to be honest, when I was a kid and I would see them with their communicator, I would search all over my house for something something equivalent that I could like to play communicator with, and and. I don't think I ever found anything when I was younger, except like a toy one. You know, you buy yeah. a toy one. I don't think I ever found anything like close. You know what? We used to have a lint brush. At the oh, the little flip up lint yes. brush with the red on it. Yes, that was the perfect joint. Yes, we had one of those back in the day. Yes, I do remember rocking that joint. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that man. Was the, that Cause was that could kind of like fit into your belt loop. Yep, and you could flip it. Yep, you get the whole like. Yep, there you go. That was the joint. Red life. I, I think we, I, I must have lost four or five of those things. <laughs> Just running around the streets like, where'd he go? I don't know. I was, I, I was, I was fighting the Gorn and put it down, and then it disappeared. <laughs> um. So your mother was covered in lint. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. That's how Where's my? Li- I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen it, mom. Gone. So when we think about the the technologies of Star Trek, I mean, I know the the, the communicator is probably one of the first things to come to a lot of people's mind. But is there anything that else that comes to Skype? Your... Yeah, just talking to somebody you can see. Yeah, that's true. The video yeah. conferencing. Right, yeah, video conferencing. Yeah. Google see, chat. See, but here's the thing, because that definitely is the thing, and that definitely was you know a part of Star Trek that you know they'd be sitting there in the, on the bridge and you'd have this big picture come up on the on the screen. But I never equated the whole idea of that to Star Trek. You know where I equated that that idea to? Dick Tracy. If you look wow. back at the old yeah, Dick Tracy, oh, the watch. Yeah, he did have a watch. His watch, his watch could do yeah. everything. Yeah. But it was a two-way like camera phone. That he would operate smartwatch. I mean, yeah, it, dude. I mean, and I'm not even talking about like when the the Dick Tracy cartoon. It was definitely in the Dick Tracy cartoon, but this was in a Dick Tracy comic strip. Yeah, from like the 30s, the 30s and 40s. Yeah. 
Man, they, so that's where I always equated that one to. I mean, so definitely you can trace that back to Star Trek as well. So but, I read Dick Tracy. So you didn't read Dick Tracy? It, it, I, I, that's right. That's right. You didn't read <laughs> Dick Tracy because he, you know, he, uh, they, he one time was made out of clay, but then he yeah. changed him into a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I like changed him to a detective, and, and I'm which done is all downhill from there. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> and I'm not going to the movie. Fuck your Madonna. So, um,. Uh, 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 is there any technology that sent- stands out to you, uh, Super Saiyan Trouble? Isaiah? I know one. The what? I- the iPad. There are pads, especially in Next Generation and um, and, uh, and even like the, uh, Deep Space Nine. Yeah, the 24th century. Yeah. They all had the pads. They all had pads. They were all, they were all rocking the pads, man. Yeah. And that's all about the pad. That's nothing but that. I mean, the iPad is so is so prominent now that it has taken over everything. Yeah, right. Like iPads, that's true. It can be seen everywhere. I mean, iPads. Like, remember, remember the old days for all you sports fans when they used to flip through the pages of plays on yes. the side on yep. the sideline. Yep. Now it's just iPads. now the coaches all have pads. They yes, all they got do. IPads. Well, the coaching got an iPad. He got somebody carrying carrying his, his iPad. iPad. Right, his coordinator got the <laughs> coordinator got it. Right. Yeah, coaching got time for that. You know what I mean? But like iPads are, are they are everywhere, man. And um, that is that is that's standard. Straight goes back to track. All the way back to track. You know what I'm saying? You have a list texted to you from Stormtrooper, by the way. Thank you. So, Mac, what do, is there like a, a technology that stands out to you? And I know you're big on, you know, the, you're the Star Wars person, but I know you have an appreciation for Star Trek. Yes. Um, I, I have a couple of ways I could go. Uh, I'm the first thing I'm going to say is warp. Go fast. Warp speed. Punch it. Engage. That. Yup. Shift in the turbo. Get there. Do you? Warp factor nine. So, so just, so just the whole idea. Warp of speed. Warp speed. Yeah, warp technology. Because hmm. like that's what allows them to go out and explore and how to get to places and not and have it not take a lifetime to get there. Um, yeah, so, science yeah. is is now trying to create warp speed, aren't they? Yeah, that's the only way. That's the only way we're gonna get places. <laughs> it happened. Notice the only way we're ever gonna really explore space. Yeah, yeah. warp speed. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Far yeah, too so fast. Need, that, need them engines. Gotta go fast. If you ain't first, you last. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, and and Kenny, um, I did get her list, and she definitely shouted out warp drive. You know, enables large vessels to travel at faster than light speeds. She also talks about the transporter, which is the disassembly and reassembly of both organic and inorganic matter. It can function in and off ship. That's dope. I read a, uh, I was watching something on about uh, about the the concept, like different technologies of Star Trek, and how the transporter is the one that's going to probably be the hardest because the, the whole idea of transporting yeah, someplace yeah, where it, there's it, not the equipment and stuff. Well, well, no, the the idea, particularly with with biological, uh, with with organic matter, the idea of like all of the stuff that makes up you taking all of that apart like down to the atom and sending it somewhere and then putting putting it back back together together in the right order like in the right order otherwise like you're just a pile of mush and bones yeah Yeah, we saw saw that in the motion picture which you didn't see because you only watched it once and and then fell asleep 
That was the that yes. was the one that, they said, <laughs> that was the one that they said would probably be the most difficult. Like even even like warp technology would probably be quote unquote easier than figuring out that particular thing because of you know all of the stuff that makes up a being to take all of that apart down to the atomic level, send it somewhere and then put it back together right. It just it's it's so unthinkable at this point, technologically, that it, they're like, "I, nah, I'm good." Yeah, see, and you're not like, supposed to do it. Like that you don't want to be the. Nobody wants to be the first guy. <laughs> All you gotta do is open up a doorway between dimensions or subspace, and then walk through it solidly. Don't take people apart molecule by molecule. See, they're thinking about it wrong. They got to be outside the box, y'all. Go ahead, Rhonda. I was gonna say, and then you have that was the Heisenberg theory. Or something that came up after Star Trek, the original series, went off the air. And it was, you can't know both the location and velocity of something at the same time. You can only know one or the other. And transporting technology requires you to know both of those things. Which is why in Star Trek The Next Generation, all transporters were equipped with the Heisenberg compensator, with which un- disabled the Heisenberg theory. Yeah, okay, yeah. Be- uh, oh, I forgot all about that. <laughs> so what's the theory? You can't know location Bo- and the velocity. location and velocity at the same time. The location. If something is moving, you can't know where it is because it's in motion. And if you know where something is, that's because it's not in motion. And we've just we've seen in in Star Trek with the transporter where they're in transporting, and the engineer order transport technician will always know where. It is in the process. Okay, okay. And you're saying like that, that that's impossible. Right. That's impossible. Okay. All right. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds like it sounds right. <laughs> sounds right. <laughs> sounds right. That is way beyond. You remember in in uh, in the first in the twenty uh, uh, the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek, Sp- uh, Scotty even mentioned that he was talking about how he had to. Was it? He had to beam him into a thing that was moving or some craziness like that. No, all right. Uh, they were on, I think, the ice planet and then trying to beam onto the Enterprise that was in, in warp. In warp. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was saying, like, we can't more beam onto a ship in warp. And then he yeah. knew his, um, his future equation. And then he did magic. Yeah. Right. And then, like, <laughs> it was the thing, the space is the thing that's moving and yeah. whatever. He was, like, <laughs> like, beaming a bullet. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, it's like being on a horse and shooting a bullet, hitting another bullet, like, 100 miles away. <laughs> and, like, that's the, the size of the shot. And like, then the Scotty did it. The yeah, and then he did it because he's Scotty. And Scotty, Scotty did it because he's Scotty. Because yeah. he's Scotty. <laughs> Scotty can do it. You know what I mean? Um... Let's see, what else? Kennedy, as you can imagine, being our, our resident trekker, has a very comprehensive list here. Um, she talks about the tricorder. Which That's is, definitely a good one. Which is a handheld device yeah. used for scanning data analysis and recording sensor materials. The word tricorder is an abbreviation of the device's full name, the Tri-Function Recorder, referring to the device's primary function, sensing, computing, and recording. Um, and they invented it in the mid '90s. They invented one. They did. Yeah, in the mid '90s, they named it the Mark One. Really? Yeah. Now, do and they? It, it 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 was of course very limited, and it could tell you the temperature. 
it had a light meter. It could give you barometer. So it was was so it was used for medical. No, it wasn't used. It was just to see if we can actually have something in hand that can give information without okay. touching about something. the environment. With right, and it and it and it did it. Wow! I haven't heard of anything since the '90s when they came up with this, but they did do something. Something was is out there. Well, let me ask you. It, it, it's probably not on this level, and maybe I'm not thinking about it right because I'm I I, I have a don't have a brain for science. But isn't some of your more, you know, uh, uh, comprehensive smartphones almost akin to a tricorder with some of the everybody's car now does that. You yeah. look at the car and, and the dashboard tells you what the temperature outside is, what yeah. the temperature inside is. So I mean, and and, and it could you know read your if you yeah, like it could read bodies. Yeah, it could tell you like X-ray, blood pressure, temperature. If you got a break somewhere. You know, it can tell you statistical information about a human body as well. I'm talking, I'm like, I'm just thinking about my phone itself. You know, my phone actually has, you know, the pedometer and tell your blood pressure and. It, it, but it's set so like it it reads my fingerprint. My finger, mm-hmm. my fingerprint can open my phone like, and that's that's almost scanning you. That's, that's like that's <laughs> like you know becoming a small supercomputer. It's it, it, it yo for real. This is the- so it's a communicator and a tricorder. Yep. It's which, if you noticed, a lot of times, sometimes I think when they lost their props on Star Trek, sometimes you know, all of a sudden the tricorder becomes a communicator. Yeah, everything will become all in one because sometimes yeah. Like, yeah. the communicator will become like a phaser too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, what, what the what the hell? <laughs> like, wait a minute, hold on, on here. That next level. Yeah, that, that always tripped so me three up. Three and one. Because I was like, wait a minute, you have the guns sometimes, but then sometimes you got the the little. Pocket the little doo doo, yeah, right? Yeah, the, the car alarm, <laughs> the garage opener. I'm like, so what's going on here? You know what I mean? So uh, that one always trip me up a little bit. You know, um, uh, yes, Kennedy. I understand. I knew this was going to be all day. I understand that phones don't have processors nearly strong enough to do the shit tricorders can. I understand. Of that. course not. But I'm just saying. Yet, however, the, similar. the the computing power in smartphones today is like stronger than like the first computers and like the stuff yeah. that went to space on the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. And like, and in two years, this will be obsolete. Like, we'll be past this in two years. You know, like that. that's like the expectancy of like technology. Like, it's yeah, that quick. That that accurate. thing about the moon, I I find extraordinarily trippy. Like, to go to the moon. Yeah. The moon to leave the planet. Everything and was go all to analog. Dog. Body. Yeah. I've got more processing power in my old, in your phone, in my old phone, on Pornhub right like, now. Dumbest <laughs> 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 thing ever. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, welcome to the 21st century. That is the dumbest thing. Ever. Like it, that kind of stuff gives me like absolute faith and no faith in humanity at all. <laughs> like, oh my god, it's double-edged sword. It really is. It's like, wow, look at all this amazing stuff we did. Wow, we... What are we doing with do it? Nothing. <laughs> do nothing. You can't even slam bang a phone. It, you can't even bang it. Everything the phone does and it doesn't even bang. You can't even bang it. I can but email I can, you a scathing review, but, but I, I can't bang. But I can do enough <sighs> stuff to get me to the moon, but I can't bang on somebody. Get out of here. What good are you? Suck. Shame. For Shame. 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 So close, but yet so far. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. There, there's uh, going to be an app for that. 
You and it's going to ring on the other person's side before it clicks <laughs> off. It's going to do that little tone, the little hum. Ring. Mm. Oh, it's going to like shake and like. It's going to vibrate their phone. Oh, we got to pay in this. It's going like, to like vibrate the phone and make it jump out of your hands. <laughs> Yo. Something like that. You know it's going to Make them drop it. Yo, I know a couple coders too. I'm mad to get it's on It's going to the screen. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be that would be Ill. that'd be live. If you like had an app where you could crack the other person's screen, <laughs> yeah, I figure that out. Made me upset today. Click. Oh my phone! <laughs> oh wow, that'd be epic. Um, is there another piece of technology I, I could go through? Uh, Kennedy's got a, a long list, and we'll definitely return to it. But is there another piece of technology you want to replicators? That's what I was about replicators to go. Replicators are the greatest thing in the world. Ending world hunger. Yeah, right. I mean, we still probably found something to fight over. Yeah, but everybody gonna be fed while they fight. <laughs> yes, like, replicators. You, yeah, dude. Like, can you imagine? It's particularly it's food. see the problem with, with like if you have that kind of technology in 21st century mentality, everybody's gonna look like the the cast the, of the Wally. I was about to say that, <laughs> and the little floating um lazy boys. Yeah. Oh. Yo, dude, like why? you can't give people that much instant gratification. Nope. Like, Americans are bad no, enough no. with their two-day prime shipping because yeah, right. I'm one of them. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> but you can't give me like just whatever food as soon as I want it. Like just because oh I God. say it. Oh no. Yeah, it would be tripping. No, I have like 15 kids because my wife ain't never in the kitchen. Like, yo, it'd be a problem all over the place. We have all new problems. Oh my god! Yeah, right. <laughs> I have like all new problems. It'd be ridiculous. But you'd be able to feed them all because you'd have replicators. Have replicators. That's true. Baby, replicate me a salad. This is yeah, I'm getting right. hot. <laughs> I can't walk straight and I waddle. See now, but how how feasible do you think replicators are? Uh, same. I, I have no idea because it it makes food out of nothing. Yeah. It, it, like I don't know if there's. Like they need like powder in it, like three D printers. Like I have no idea what it takes. What are you know they what I mean? eating? Exactly. Like <laughs> yeah, when yeah. I make a coffee, it's a little cup and water. I understand that. it's little bean, you know, coffee grounds in a little cup. Replicated, not even that. You yeah, just yeah, talk to like it. Nutrition and value right up. And, and and not only does it create the food, it creates the thing the food is in. Bro, that's yeah. Yeah, like the the like container. It like, doesn't combine them. Yeah, right. You when you never saw Picard put a cup down and then say tea Earl Grey hot. He just said it, and there was a cup full of tea. Like it, it there's it's just too much. It made the tea and, and the cup. Yeah, that's man. Like it, no, it, it frightens me. That that's the that's the one that frightens me because that's the kind of. And thing. why does it only make food if I can speak to it and it gives me whatever? Like Doctor Who has a machine like that. It'll just make whatever he can think yeah, of. Right? Why does it only do food? No, like, why you can't be like shank and it just go do whatever you got to do? You know what I mean? They covered that though. They covered that in the episode. Bad guys got control of the ship or something and wanted to make weapons, and it had been programmed to not do that. Oh, there were special replicators so for that. Oh, okay. Oh, so we can replicate weapons too, like right. phaser, right? Bazooka. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that. I thank you because yeah, I was I I, I considered that for a long time. Like, why don't it's all in the coding. Yeah. Oh, God. It's out there, ladies and gentlemen. You can stump a triple. You can give us a call, 267-417-8114 for your chance to win Injustice, Gods Among Us, for PS3. All you have to do is come up with a geeky question and see if you can stump the room of triples. And we've got a Ludite triple in here. Um, hey, she doesn't have a computer, but she's got a mind. Yep. So she knows stuff. So yep. you're playing. 
You know? Because <laughs> you'll probably answer it. <laughs> you still got encyclopedias? I don't. Oh. I don't. I still I have mine back. Mine are still I just have a really big dictionary. <laughs> mine are still in the basement, but... Like yeah, but then like they're outdated now. Yeah, yeah that's about to say like yeah, my you, parents still have them in the basement. They I used to, made them. Since I used to get the updates. The early 90s. I think we got the updates through like yeah, and they used to like mail them to you and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did they, like they even make them through the nineties? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I can't remember because if you could call us and tell us what an encyclopedia is, yeah, don't ask us that question because we. Don't. <laughs> I have my Star Trek encyclopedia when that came out, and but now that was before StarTrek.com. <laughs> and at the time, that was like the coolest thing ever. Well, what do you know? Because you don't have a computer. So how do you get on Star, Star Trek? I know about it. I read Star Trek. <laughs> <Netflix. laughs> I know what the internet is. Knows things, like, I know stuff. I read about the internet. It sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was having a conversation with uh, with uh, Tribalism. Um, with who? Mega Tribble from Get Off My Lawn episode oh, okay. four, okay. who actually changed her name to Tribaldism. Tribaldism, yes. Okay, Tribaldism. That's cute. Look up Tribaldism, and it's it's a whole thing. But oh god, but oh god. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at computer. We yes. were talking about Encyclopedia Brown. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, you know how much I would kill for an Encyclopedia Brown movie. <laughs> Yo, I well, first of all, it. you would have to explain his name. Exactly, that's the problem. <laughs> like an Encyclopedia Brown movie would be so dope, but like the entire generation of people, a wouldn't get it because they don't know what encyclopedias Wikipedia, are. Wikipedia Brown? No. Oh God. Because <laughs> anybody could be Wikipedia Brown. They just look it up on their phone. This kid just knew everything. But that could be the whole idea of the movie. We're all Wikipedia Brown. No, I want one smart ass young boy that like people try and get over on him. He's like, nope, that's not the way. Cause blah 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 blah. And like, it's on page one thousand and three. Like, this little bastard knows everything. Encyclopedia Brown. Anyway, sorry. Okay, uh, encyclopedia. I got all I'm saying. <laughs> I see. I see. Um. You know, I, I, I almost did this, and I know we're talking about technologies, um, but I'm curious, like, uh, if you have, like, a a favorite weapon of Star Trek. Like, mine is the Batleth. Even though it, because it, it looks cool. It's elegant yeah. looking. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's very, very pretty. It's very pretty. It's very pretty. I don't know exactly how. I mean, they make it look kind of functional on the show, but there's a part of me that says it doesn't seem super practical. It really doesn't seem super practical. <laughs> However, I I started liking it when I read Chris Claremont did a graphic novel years ago, and. I forgot. I've forgotten the plot, but it described the Batleth as sh- it can separate a man from his soul. Oh, nice! And I thought that's just cool. All right, we got somebody calling in. Hello, caller. Who's this? What's up, Len? How you doing today? Yo, what's up? It's uh, it's Don Keel, aka the Triple Without a Pause or a Cause. Are what up? You, are you calling to? Are you calling to try to stump a triple? Well, that too, but one, I'm a little second late to answer this question, so let me throw it out there real fast. When they're talking about the transporters, they use human excrement and other things. They break it down to a molecular level and then make whatever the hell they want for my that. 
Yeah, um, Kennedy, because you know she knows, <laughs> said that uh, replicators are incredible. Are incredibly complex. They need the exact molecular structure of the, all the components in the matter to make it. Yeah. You can feel the glasses push through that. I tried to do my best, you yeah. know, Kennedy nerd voice. Um, you can feel that. I do have a question for Randy, though, and it is a, it is a, a geeky question. I actually expect him to know this, but I'm going to give it a try. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. You might want to hold on to that. Yeah, because uh, uh, Randy actually had to leave the room for a minute. He had oh. he had to leave the room for a minute. Um, so, but it is stump a triple. So, I technically go ahead, go ahead, ask your question. We'll probably know it. We're smart, well, smart triple. It's, uh, it's a simple question. Which Green Lantern tried to save Krypton and failed? Randy. <laughs> <laughs> tried to save Krypton and failed. Randy, real quick. Oh, don't tell me he left the building. I don't know. Did he leave the building? Because of the kids still here. Oh, oh man. Oh, oh family matters. Okay. Family matters. Oh. Which Randy? Randy? He, he, he's not within the sound of our voice. Which Green Lantern tried to save Krypton and failed? Oh man. Oh, yep. And you know Randy knows. This is not fair because Randy does know. Yeah, we were like Voltron right, needs off our lines. Should I just right take a shot in the dark? Like I don't. Oh man. Um. See, I want to say Abin Sir. That's who I was thinking. That's who I. But I'm thinking. not sure. Final answer. No, 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 no. We ain't finished here. We talking it out. <laughs> we talking it out. We feeling it out. Okay. Pump your brakes. We're not. We're not looking What's on Google. Kilowog. Wait. No. No. It wasn't Kilowog. I don't think Kilowog is that long. It's not that long lived. Well, thank you. Um, you Let us know that it was not Kilowog. Um, But I know Kilowog is not that long lived. The only reason I don't think it was Avin Sir, because I'm not not sure how long. How old he is? How old he was. You know what I mean? Would you like to give you one clue? (laughs) I mean, yes, yes. I mean, you're being so generous. All right, right, sure. Give us a clue. This character was in, in the live action movie. He was what? He was in the movie. Which lantern? What? There were so many. Well, well, actually, uh, well, th- there were, but the, the prominent lanterns in that movie were. Um, Sinest- he was a prominent one. And he says he was a prominent one. So it was Sin- Sinestro, um, Kilowog, and who's that? Who's that one with the fin on his head? What about the first one that came to Earth and died? I forget his name. That's Abinsur. That's Abinsur. That's Abinsur. There's the one with the fin. Uh, on his head, whose name I cannot remember. Oh, I don't man. think it was him. He just doesn't have the that <laughs> yeah, look. He don't, he don't have a name. He's just like because of his look. Yo, yeah, yeah honestly, like, he just doesn't have it that might have look. Been Sinestro. It could it, have been. Sinestro. I feel it could have been him or Abin, sir. Possibly. Because I don't think Abin. Because all right, for us to accurately answer that question, we gotta know what sector, whose sector, of space <laughs> Krypton was in. No, just gotta know his name. I'll tell his name. Oh, wait a minute. Give us a couple minutes. Give us. Randy! Randy! It's a shame because Randy knows. This is not fair. This is 100% not fair because you technically are not. Makes you feel better. This is a super. I don't actually want the prize, so you can give it up to somebody else. I just want to see if I can stump you. That's all. Well, I don't like being stumped. No, I I don't want to stump us because we're not at full capacity. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's true. I mean, technically, I mean, you know, Kennedy and and, and And Jay Jay. get a a pass. They're not here. But Randy is here. He just got pulled in for an emergency call. So that's that's the only. 
That's the only thing. So unless um, Don did Don did this on purpose. Don knew that call knew. was coming. You <laughs> saw <laughs> Breaking Bad when the phone call came and the boy had to leave him with the hospital. It's the same thing. I've seen it before. It's the setup. He probably I smell it. Say what? What'd you say? I said if it makes you feel better, Len, you are close. <sighs> See, I said I said the Finn. You said Finn guy. The Finn guy, but I don't know his name. And um, oh man, Randy. <laughs> Help! Well, uh, well, let's put it this way. Don said that he doesn't want the prize, so I'm gonna, so I'm gonna. I want to see if I can stump him. So I'm gonna hang up the phone, Don, just because I know there are other people that want to call in with questions, uh, because the phone That's was fine, trying. I'm gonna to... go. You want me to just tell you what? Should we just take? No, you know? no, I want to no, see if Randy, Randy knows. I want to see if Randy knows. Yeah, if Randy, Randy knows, doesn't so. know. You'll be listening, and then you, uh, then you'll post it, okay? All right, but I'm gonna hang right, up the phone so other people can try for the prize. Yeah, we right. ain't trying to take no L. You too, L's. bro. Take a night. Take a night. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't taking no L. I'm just like, just ain't taking it. I'm just ain't gonna eat an L. <laughs> <All right. laughs> What's the point of that? <laughs> I ain't got to. Like, if Randy doesn't know, then that's legit. But yeah. I know this is something that Randy knows. You I mean, know what I mean? It's Krypton based. It's yeah. not fair. All right, so the phone lines are open, um, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You can hit us up two one uh, two six seven. Tomare. Oh yeah, I think that was his name. T O T O M A R E or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think that was his name. But let's let Randy say. Let's yeah. let Randy say. Uh, but the phone lines are open. Hit us up 267-417-8114. See if you can stump a triple. That almost came true. Um, <laughs> almost don't cut it though. Yeah, almost don't count. Uh, only uh, only in horseshoes and um, hand grenades. True. Yeah, that's true. To see if you can win a PS3 version of injustice gods among, among us um that is uh and then we'll throw it in if you if you do when you can also get a poster uh really for dope. star trek mission uh nyc don't worry kennedy we've got more than enough we've got you on we've got yours on tuck all right um so let's see if people want to uh call us up um uh oh wow i think actually i think i may have just missed a call so if you want to call back again Caller. Please call back. You can call, call again, and uh, we'll get you. All right. We're fun to talk to. Call us. We can have a really good time hey, hey. if you call me tonight. Pick up the phone. So while we're doing that, let's get into a little bit more of the tech. Oh, there's there's a, there's a, that caller calling back. Thank you, caller. All right. Hello, caller. You're live on Black Tribbles. Who's this? Hi guys, it's Snarf Tribble. It's Snarf Tribble. Hey, yeah. Snarf. What up, Snarf? What's up? How you doing? I'm good. I definitely have a question for you guys. Okay. Okay. Now, now before you ask your question, I, I, I want to do something before we get the question out there. Isaiah, real quick. What's up? Run out there and see how long <laughs> Randy's going to be. Hold the scope. Hold the scope. All right. The scope's on hold. Um, while we go out there to see if uh, exactly how long Randy is going going to be, to see whether or not because uh, I want to set full capacity because quite it's only it's only fair. It's only fair. It's only fair. Now, they deserve all of us, now, and we can't short our fans. Now let me ask you, Snarf. Where from? What world are you bringing the, this question coming from? What world of geekdom? Um, from knowledge of the gods. Knowledge of the gods. So like the the like uh, 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 mythology. Yeah. Ooh, all right. This should be interesting. Okay. okay. 
I, I'm pretty good on mythology. How, how are you on mytho- mythology? I'm pretty decent in history. I like yeah. I liked ancient history in school, so we'll see. Rhonda? Okay. Pretty good? Yeah, we'll see. Mac? I think I was all right. I don't know what I remember. Hercules was a long time ago. All right. More than just Hercules. Zena, but, you know. <laughs> it was only in the 90s. Yeah. He knows the truth. 20 years ago, dog. First oh, crush. Uh, okay. We're not, really? going, on, we're not yeah. going on our history of gods from Xena, though, are we? I almost wore That's that shirt That's mythology. The whole thing. No, not from Zena. Well, Zena wasn't oh, okay. All right, so go go ahead, because <laughs> um, Randy may be a few more minutes. So go ahead, I ask your question. Okay, so much like Zeus leaves the Greek pantheon, Oleron leaves the Yoruba pantheon. Who is the Celtic leader of the gods? The Celtic. Well, yeah, Celtic, Celtic. Celtic. Celtic, Celtic. Um, um, dang, I don't know that one too well. It's not Larry Bird. It's um, oh my God. <laughs> Stargate covered some of them. Ask your question again, because uh, Randy just came. Because Randy just came back into in the the, the 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 you know. What's your question? The the other college graduate here. What's your question? Okay, Zeus leads the Greek pantheon, mm-hmm. and Oloron. Leads the Yoruba pantheon, but who is the Celtic leader of the gods? Uh, Celtic was Celtic was oh crap, his name was oh boy, gosh, Odin was Norse. Yeah, because Jupiter, I, that, Jupiter was Roman. Uh, Lear was the Celtic god of thunder. But that's not Lear, the, the that's not the one. Was uh, I know the berserker, the wolf was Fenrir. Um, uh, well, that's a tough one. Yeah, uh, it's a very tough one. I don't think I actually. Yeah, the, I don't think I know the great commander. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I don't know. I do not know. Well, wait a minute. We, we the, 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 let's let's give like thirty seconds, thirty more seconds on this one. So, the 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 the, the Celtic god of thunder was Lear. Yeah. Um. So, I think. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. My baloney has a first name. O S C A R. Wasn't it Wilma? Wilma? No. <laughs> Why not Fred? What? No. Barney? Are we just going to run through all of Hannah Barbera? Yeah, right. <laughs> Snagglepuss? Was it Augie Doggy? Um, Captain Caveman? <laughs> Captain Caveman. <laughs> okay. I, who was it? Who, I, was, I who was it? Yeah, Sorry, I terrible. don't know this one. Hello? We give up. We give up. Hello? Yes. Who was who was the Celtic uh, uh Sky God? The the their the, Lord and Commander. The name was Dogda. Dogda uh, uh, Yeah, I remember him from uh from uh, Monsters and Myths from D D. Dogda. Spell it. D A G D A. Oh. Yep. Dogda. Yep. yep. Wow. I would have never. I would have never pulled that one. Damn. Well, damn. 
That's well, a good one. Well, damn. Yeah, that was a good one. Well done. Well done. Well, well done. Wow. I was just anticipating, like, name all the, you know, name all the Robins. But no. Hit <laughs> 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 you straight with the mythology. Like, oh, right. Name all the Robins is easy. Jeez. Hit all the history geek. Well, there you go. It's just that simple. You have won. Damn, I need execution in trouble. Injustice, Gods Yay! Among Us for PS3, as well as a nice poster for Star Trek Mission New York uh, coming your way in Labor Day weekend at the Javits Center in New York City. It is just that simple. Wow, congratulations. Congrats. Yay. Well done. All right, you so stumped the Tribbles. You stumped the Tribbles. Now, I know that you are friends with uh, the uh, the Storm Tribbles, so if you two can connect with the address and everything, we will get everything over to you as soon as possible. Will do. Awesome. Hey. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Have a good night, baby. Bye. That's the... Just that simple. That made me miss history for a moment. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't I know no at, Celtic guys, dog. I Sorry. Like a nostalgic yeah. flashback. I, like, oh, I only watched D and D on the cartoon. Yeah, I, me too. I, <laughs> see, I used to play religiously, and that, one of my favorite books was the one about all the different mythologies and stuff. And I, the only reason I knew that one that I knew uh, Lear, which I've seen spelled a couple different ways, that he was in Thor for a few issues like that, just kind of stood out, but. I do remember uh, the name of Dogda and, and all that sort of stuff. So, well done. Good question. Um, there was a, 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 a question out there. Don't look at, look, look at the screen. I'm looking at the wall. There was a, there was a question out there. Don put out a question. He didn't want the, the prize, though. And, um, but we knew that you would know this answer. Mm-hmm. Okay? What Green Lantern failed to save Krypton? Tomar Ray. Told you. The, the yeah. Finn guy. Yeah, yeah, and he the, 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 like the guy with the fin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like Tweety Bird on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Tweety hit the gym. <laughs> See, he finally got the power ring. He's like, I need this. <laughs> Get some of this, Sylvester. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Catch these hands real quick. See, I knew you would know. Yeah, I knew you would know. I that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I really. Uh, I like that. I, I think that should become a a, a, a part of the show. Yeah. I do like. I do enjoy that. Yeah. Put see it, if they can get us. Let's see what else. What other? What else do I have in a prize bag? See, I don't. I don't have the prize bag with me. The prize bag is home. So we'll. we'll so we'll have to do something else. Now. But if somebody wants a poster, they can try to get a poster. And, and they, if they want to just call us and stump us, they can get a poster. You know what? We still got passes. We still got oh, passes. We, we got like what? We got two left. We still got two. No, you know what we have? Here you go. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. We're having fun now. Here it come. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now you're getting it. You can get a poster uh, for Star Trek Mission New York, but we also have two tickets that you can use anytime you want. Oh, true. To go see Suicide Squad. So we've got two tickets for you to go see Suicide Squad where you can go anytime you want within the next month. These tickets will get you in. Yep. Um, to almost any theater. I, I don't think uh, you can't go to an AMC theater. Okay. But you can go to pretty much every other theater within the next month, and these tickets will get you in. It's tickets for two to go see Suicide Squad, plus a poster for Star Trek Mission New York. Um, and, and show that poster again. L- let's see your poster there. Uh, oh, nice and fancy. Rhonda. Let's get a nice picture of that poster. 
That's a fly Damn. poster right there of the original cast of the original series. You can win that poster. All you have to do um, is hit us up. Call us 267-417-8114 and stump a triple with a question from Geekdom. Thank you. It was right. technically geek, though. It, it, technically it, it was, was geek. No, no, that was very geek. That was very geek. Yeah. That was, history that was, is pretty geek. Yeah, let's be real. History, history and mythology, that's that's yeah. good stuff. I like it. That's Bring true. it. That's true. But it's Bring not, it. All right. That's good stuff. But, you know, Made me think. I like that. It did. It did. So hit us up. See if you can do well, Don's calling back. Don's calling back. <laughs> hey. He's like, well, hey. I, you know, I got another I got one for you. For you. <laughs> I'll take some tickets. <laughs> I feel him. Hey, caller. Is this Don? Yeah, what's up, man? I actually got a Star Trek-related one for that poster. I just want to post Young Geek tickets. <laughs> all right, all right. What you got? What you I don't want to see no movie. Bring it. All right, what you got, dog? All right, I got tickets for it, so and I'd rather have somebody else have it anyway. Oh, you're so uh, nice. Here's the one for you, right? Are you familiar with Q on the Star Trek series? Yes. Yes. Here's a question for you. Which famous TV actor played the Q that took away the other Q's powers? Corbin Burnson. I hate your guts. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was a smooth takeover. That's I love that episode, dude. I'm a Corbin Burnson fan. He was that dude on LA Law. So yeah, yeah same dude. Yeah, love that boy. There you go. So um, shot, shot and answered twice. Right, Thank wow. you. Boom. That was a good question, though. That was a very good question. That was cool. Thanks, man. All right, dude. Just that he so, so he could have got a poster, but he didn't. He, he didn't stop a triple. He didn't stop a triple. He didn't stop a triple. And and you, Randy, are officially not allowed to leave this room. man, we're stalling. Because honestly, when I came up with this bit, it was like knowing that Randy Kennedy and I forgot that you know thinking that Jay would be here. I know they are trivia heads. Yeah. So now I've got one home, and the other one's working, and then we've got. Well, so Randy was on the phone for like twenty minutes. Man, <laughs> yo, dude. I no, I understand. You don't even want to know what's going I on. I handle business my, real my life. Jeez. I understand. Uh, but yeah, Corbin Burnson. That's a great question. That was a good question. I remember that episode. That too. was a great episode. I love that one. Yeah, that was that was cool. Did you know that answer, Rhonda? No, I just remembered the character named Q two. Was it that? Was was that his name? Q two. I thought so. Like they're Q also Q. or Q? They're all Q. Thought, yeah, they were all Q. <laughs> they were all Q, but they had to differentiate in some way. Just like um, in Voyager, it was he took the name Quinn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was Q, but he took the name Quinn. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. All right, so uh, let's get back a little bit to, into Kennedy's list, going through some of these. Um... Did we did we talk holodeck yet? No, because that's where I was going, because she has on, a, on our... List, yeah, of course, that's a moneymaker. Yeah, dude. Entire rooms laden with multi-phase holographic emitters to portray simulations suitable for training and recreation alike. Bruh, that's the worst idea ever. What do you mean? Man, yo, how many people you know would get a thing done if they had a holodeck? And a replicator. So. Would they be in a crib all day? Holodeck to replicator, holodeck to <laughs> that's all they would get done. <laughs> Nothing would get done. With and and this, the holodeck, is definitely doable because that's all that they're talking about right now with the whole world of VR mm-hmm. coming. Um and speaking to speaking to what you're talking about, what was that Bruce Willis movie where basically everybody was like living in a VR reality? What's it, <sighs> what's it called? Um I want to say like sensor or something like that, but I don't think that was it. No, it's um, 
shoot. I don't think that was it. Surrogates. Surrogates. Yeah, yeah, yeah surrogates. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Basically, people were like living their lives through these animated, yeah. through their avatars. Surrogate yeah, it beings, was like yeah. it was like living in the Sims kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. See, again, it's the it's the kind of thing where it's. That sort of thing is—it's too much technology for 21st century minds. Right, because like you're just using it to go outside and live, like yeah, like the, like your your robot lives your life, not you. Yeah, it's just way too much That's technology for for 21st century lives. It if you had a you know a, a holodeck, how many people you know would just be in their holodeck all day? Like, oh, look, it's, uh, I was on the holodeck and me, Rihanna, and Beyonce was butt naked in the pool. That's all it would be. You know what I mean? Like, four-fifths of the, of, the, of the dudes you know, that would be all they got done. You know, a couple guys would be like, oh, I, was, I learned how to fence. Or I was, you know, I was, I was playing real-life Call of Duty. Most of your squad would be <laughs> butt naked in the pool <laughs> with somebody. Yeah. You've got the holodeck for one hour, Rhonda. What you doing? Spending that hour trying to figure out what I want to do, because I can do anything. Exactly. Taking a strong twenty minutes to think. Yeah, having a good. Well, you know, speaking from somebody, I would never turn it on. I would be sitting in that black room with the yellow grid, trying to read the instruction manual, trying to figure out what should I do. That's what I would do for sixty minutes, knowing that I could do anything. I would never actually come to a conclusion. Well, considering that you like Star Trek the motion picture, it stands to reason that's what you would do. You'd probably be sitting there looking for the cord. Um, <laughs> right. Give yourself a laptop. Where's the plug for this? <laughs> I, I don't know how to use it if it doesn't have a cord. You have a holodeck cell phone like, yo, these things are hot. <laughs> no, because I'd be trying to figure out how to turn it on. <laughs> What holodeck? One hour? What you doing, Randy? I'm fighting crime. I, I for I'm an I'm Superman for an hour. Superman for an yep. hour. Yeah, I hear yep. you. Just flying around and fighting crime and punching doomsday in the mouth. That kind of ridiculous <laughs> stuff. Nice. What about you, Super Saiyan? Man, that's a tough question. Um, I don't want to go straight to the poolside comment, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Sounds good. Uh, that's just a lot of power. It would take me like 20 minutes of the hour to think of what I want to do. And then, I'll who knows, I'll probably just end up playing like on the Eagles or something, have a simulated uh, football right. game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. nice. What about you, Mac? I want to say I'd like have dinner with Jimi Hendrix or something like that. But like I'm playing war games. Like put me in Klingon Homeworld World War Three and give me like a rusty bat lift and like two of the little knobs or something like and a, and like a pulse rifle I don't know like I'm war games like Call of Duty like ah murders I'm purge yeah I'll be purging I'll be purging yeah there you go damn like take off the safety restrictions <laughs> cut me. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a good 50 minutes of a crime fight and probably that 10 minutes in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> probably at least 10 minutes in the pool. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I need a hot, hot tub. Yeah. Well, Time to The world is safe. Let me go chill in the hot tub. Hey, Ree. Hey, B. What's going what? on? Look, it's I'm not even going to BS y'all. 
It's me and Neil. I knew it. I knew it. On the beach is like Galifianakis Prime. No, we are bouncing everywhere and anywhere. We like Mars doing it. Jupiter doing it. Pluto doing it. Like Kashyyyk doing it. Dude, crossover. We're doing it everywhere. Like. Dude, I'm doing it in, in the Lord. Like you making you making the the captain's quarters. Like make it the ready room. Everywhere. Yeah, it's gonna be everybody's ready room. <laughs> it's me and Nia Long for an hour. Lord. But 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 for ten of those minutes, I'm just going to like the first ten, I'm just gonna like sit there and just look at her. And just like wow, you're fine. Yeah, before you ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that thing ain't gonna be good for nothing after the fact. You ain't gonna do nothing with that. Like you ain't gonna be able to take her out. You ain't gonna be able to have a conversation. She just gonna be. <laughs> you know, I she ain't gonna be the same. I always wondered about holodecks. Like, if it goes that route, if like once it goes that far, because obviously it has to have gone that far. Somebody has had to use. Holodecks for their own carnal desires. What do you think they like, started, dude? Yeah, like Janeway did. Like whose job? Yes. Is, whose job is it to clean the holodeck? No, you wipe down after yourself. It's like the gym. Like, oh, you use a okay. machine. Right, you gotta right, wipe it okay, down right, when you're done, right, right, okay, and then you okay. can be out. All right, cool. Because I, I like biofilters. Yeah. Okay. Oh, see. Let's see. All right, but that's not. That's like isn't that like air, like filters. That's not cleaning up the floor. I mean, I, I I don't know. Fluids. I don't know. There's gotta whatever. Be- <laughs> the pool, the beach, sand, whatever. I don't know what's in the water. I'm asking no questions. I'm just saying, clean up after yourself. That's all I'm saying. All right. That's all we ask. Man, they got something that's like that's making food out of out of air. I'm sure they got something that can clean the holodeck. Yeah. The holodeck can clean the holodeck. A little robot. That's self cleaning. The holodeck don't like cleaning the holodeck. <laughs> The holiday be gloves. The holiday be the holiday be feeling dirty. Like the holiday, like this is some bullshit. The holiday knows what's about. Wow, here come this ball. Like no, no, I will not take another data John. Like you gotta be somebody else. I cannot. They have a little Robovacs that go around. Here come Enslin Barkley again. Oh, oh Lord Jesus. Those little, pu- those little puppy droids that they had on Star Wars. Yeah, right. Roaming around. <laughs> That's exactly what they sounded like. Yes, it is. But I did. There was a part of me, um, the Next Generation episode, which, which was like it was a series of episodes, the one where they kept fighting um, Professor Moriarty. Yeah, those are awesome. Those were really cool. But and the last one where they basically lock him in like this, like almost like pocket universe yeah. of a holodeck. I thought it was just so cool because there was a part of me that was like, I want, I want to go in there. <laughs> I, want, I want to be locked in like a little pocket yeah, right? holodeck universe to just live out my life with the woman of my dreams. Like Candor? Well, no, because it wasn't like Candor. Candor is like a real place. Candor is like a city, a city in a Coke bottle. Yeah. Like it just can't go no place. You know what Isn't I mean? Isn't that what Moriarty was in a Coke bottle? No, he was in... I mean, if you looked at it, it was like just basically looked like a box. That sure was a, okay, right? He can make it, it anything. But it was basically his own holodeck, so it could be any place. You know what I mean? And I thought that was so cool. That's yeah, but of, then the Enterprise crashed to the ground, and 
he was in that bottle holodeck. It probably broke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, he wasn't really. Look. See now. See now. You're going to. Why can't you just stay on the suite? No, you just. <laughs> Nope. Just gonna go, but then they they burnt the whole thing down. Now, I don't think anybody went looking for him. So <laughs> him, yeah, and Ab- him and Abraham, and they're gone. <laughs> Thank you, Ludite Tribble. See, <laughs> now the best drone was uh in general, not general, in first contact. Fuck up a wet dream Tribble. <laughs> <laughs> In uh, in first contact, when the when uh, Picard and what's her name, uh, Crusher? No, the no. girl. The girl he was running through the Enterprise with. Oh, um, 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 Alfred Woodard. Alfred Woodard. Yeah, when they were running, and then uh, when he was going nuts with the machine gun and all that kind of stuff. Like, yo, that part, that for me was like, oh, he's he's going all out, and you know, he kind of was when he like disabled everything and he's got the machine gun going, he's losing his mind. He's beating the one Borg down. It's like, yo, you know, this isn't real, but it kind of is like, it was weird then because with the safeties off, you could really hurt stuff, mm-hmm. but with stuff that wasn't there, like the, the holodecks always confused me because you were able to do that. Like you yeah, could, yeah. you could create stuff that didn't actually exist and then if you turned off the, 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 safety safety, protocols. the safety protocols, you could shank somebody and then make the thing go away, but they're still shanked. But no, the safety protocols is more about that thing being able to hurt you. So, like, if the safety protocols were on, like, you weren't in mortal danger. If you turned those off, you could die. But, like, so... Say, so you could get shanked. So, me, so say me oh, and you are in, are in the holodeck... And we turn off the safety protocols and we boxing, right, with, like, spike knuckles. If I jab you in the chest with spike knuckles, do you spike. actually have spike knuckles in your chest? Yes. Yeah. we yes. turn the whole thing off? Like, that's insane. That's yeah. amazingly insane. Oh, yeah, like, it's a real-ass hologram. Like, yeah, me out. Yeah, because Torres turned them off in Voyager when she was trying to commit suicide. Well, oh, when yeah, she was for, yeah, clinically yeah. depressed. Yes. Hello, caller. You're live on Black Tribbles. Who's this? Hi, it's Kennedy. Hey, you. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Um, so I had to chime in on the holodeck thing. The reason why uh, we're able to interact with things on the holodeck is because they are able to refract light in a way that makes them appear to be solid, either be the doctor, all that stuff. That refraction of light is so complex that it can even be portrayed down to, like, a small scale through, like, a hypospray, which is also invention as well, or a tricorder, or, you know, whatever the person, whatever the case may be, it enables the hologram to be tangible. Uh, so when a safety protocol is taken off, that means that holographic bullet, even though it's holographic, it's still solid enough to reflect enough light that it takes up space, and in doing so, it can penetrate a body if need be. I know I sound extra dirty right now because I'm sick. Screw you guys. <laughs> I'm about to say, push them glasses up. Right? <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you for that. That's hey, one to grow hey, on. I've been over right? here. Yo, I've been over here screaming Tomare at the top of my lungs. <laughs> I saw you. I saw you. Now now. Like, I was just waiting for, 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 for uh, Randy to come in. I did see you. Um, I, my cats were like, what is going on? <laughs> like, now, why is she yelling? She mad? 
I I want I want to talk about my inertial dampeners. Can I can I throw that in the ring, please? Yes, go ahead. But don't they always break? I agree with you. They always break. <laughs> they do stay breaking some inertial dampeners, though. That and a ref- inertial the dish. Inertial. What? <laughs> <laughs> go. Go ahead. All right, an inertial dampener is um, something that prevents the ship from interacting with whatever forces that come across it during uh, its travels through space. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if a ship is at warp 2, right, and they have to jump to warp 7 or warp 8 for whatever reason, by the laws of physics, you know, whatever is at rest stays at rest. Whatever is in motion remains in motion unless otherwise acted upon by outside forces, right? Yep. But without an inertial dampener, they would, like, every time you went to a faster warp, you'd go flying towards the end of the ship because there's nothing to hold you down, gravity or not, you know, you're still going to go flying. Well, an inertial dampener prevents uh, outside forces, also known as inertia, from interacting with the ship itself. Yeah. It is the only. Uh, invention in the Trek verse, including the transporter, Randy, that is completely physically impossible because there's absolutely nothing that can prevent or augment or change in any way how outside forces, how inertia interacts with an object, be it at rest or in motion. There's like no possible way. It is literally against the laws of physics. There you go. Hello. So, it's so, so that's wow. one of those. That's one of those things that is. You you guys look like a class a that just fell asleep. You do realize I can see you, right? Like, <laughs> no, I'm sitting there thinking about that. Like, oh, you know what? There probably should have been more people falling down as much as they were like, go faster. Oh, okay. They no, just, actually, they were going yeah, faster. They went through the hole. Yeah, right. In space. At the very least, somebody should have tripped. They were like, nope. We're just going to go faster. Right. And you would think, okay, well, the gravity would prevent somebody from flying over. But no, if you're a warp two one second and then warp eight the next second, that center of gravity has shifted light years yeah. of, of distance between its original point. So you're still going to be drawn to wherever that original point was. Without inertial dampeners. People's skulls would be liquefied and shit. It'd be bad news. See, the, and but it's bad also news. one of the things that... That's one of those. Uh-huh. Things, you you got to hope that they came up with that real early, or they were just like, yeah, "Hey, I let's go faster! Let's go know. faster!" Oh damn! Oh, you know what would probably help? Maybe. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Maybe if we figured out a way so that doesn't happen again. Let's let, yeah, let's let's not do that anymore. Yeah, Should we figure out a way? Right. We got a recall. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, we got a recall, Warp Drive. Ooh, ooh, that's... It right. just be in the news. It's a mess of Warp Drive recall. People standing in line like, this is bullshit. <laughs> With their receipts. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, hi, hello, thanks, guys. Whatever. Anyway, I have an NBC 1702, like... My stuff don't work. Can I get a like refund or something? Can you replace my the cells that are gone? They're like vintage, you know. I want to find those things. Like I'm gonna need to speak to your manager or something. This is unacceptable. It's store credits. <laughs> <laughs> that brings me up to my my other uh, suggestion on the list is the, the deflector array. It was literally something that that moved particles out of the way in the warp field. 
that would otherwise f up the ship. That was the it little also mission, you know, determines yeah. the the shield um, harmonics, you know, which phase and how strong or how weak the, the shield mm-hmm. needed to be, the, the tractor beam. Uh, but it also assisted with the inertial dampeners. So while there can be such thing as a deflector, right, because that makes sense, if the shield has to come from somewhere, mm-hmm. so the inertial dampeners, like, any shield in the world would be able to protect you against the laws of, of physics. So I just thought that was, like, one element of uh, all of the inventions that will probably go over from Trek that is still fiction, whereas yeah, everything else in some capacity we can touch is it exists now. Clearly I'm watching you and talking to you at the same time like what I triple said. I mean, this is like staring away from that a, a little bit. Um, okay. In, into the, the movie Star Trek Beyond, one of the coolest aspects of this movie. Have you seen Star mm-hmm. Trek Beyond yet? Um, I felt that in this movie for the first time in almost any iteration of Star Trek, that you really got a real sense and appreciation for the geography of the Enterprise. Like, there were, like, scenes where you would see guys, like, you could, like, yeah. see through the windows, like, them running along, along, yeah. along decks, you know what I mean? And then, but you, it would pull back and you could really get a true sense of the scale of the ship as you saw them running through right. and then just the way that um like they were being attacked and as they were being attacked this ship was being pulled apart um you really could see a sense of get a sense of like uh, all the decks on all, all along the neck of the ship and everything like that and right we, and i really like like that scene of seeing these guys just run through just run through the freaking the the the, the freaking uh decks of the ship from outside the ship just keeps playing back in my mind like wow that was really cool it's the first time i really got a sense of the, the true scale of oh, that ship yeah. it was really dope man it really showed you how tiny their quarters were too yeah like hold up how come only every third room got a window though what's that about i don't like that why can't i see what's going on we are in space right that's not cool sucks to be a petty officer that would be wacky shit to be on a spaceship and can't see space that's some bullshit i'm like no nope nope <laughs> you only got a view of like the work coil You're like this is you know, this is some garbage man um, I need a. Can I get an upgrade? Nope. No. Get your rank up. Yeah. But that's yeah, how submarines are. Yeah. If you look at the scale of. You look at this uh, blueprint well, yeah. for a submarine. The quarters are really, really tiny, and only officers get to see what's outside. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but worst case scenario, if a submarine blows up, if you don't die in the explosion, you, you're underwater. You can maybe get a rescue, or if you're close enough, maybe get to the surface. But in space, that's that's it's a it. That's, that's it. Pops. It's it's all over. the raps. <laughs> Game set match. <laughs> It is all of the rap. Very true. Very true. That's over. You'd be a mid So, yeah, but anyway, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. All right, Kay. Thanks for calling in, babe. And we hope you get well. Wait, listen. Did you, I hope you got my, my text message. Um, Star Triple can't use the game. It's still up for grabs. She, It's the wrong platform. So, we got to do Star Triple Are you serious? Bye. All right. Yeah. Wow, all right. Well, then okay. we've got, well. Th- there you go. So we've got we've got 10 minutes to stump a triple, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, give, right. us a call. give us a call, 267-417-8114. 
Come with your geeky question and see if you can stump a triple. It's still on the table. Injustice, Gods Among Us for PS3, which we had a tournament just last week. Yep. At um, Amalgam Comics and Coffee House. And, I, and I'm not really, a, I'm not a video game person at all. But I got to say, this game looked like buckets of fun. I man. love it. Yeah, dude. I've, I've bought two games in the last 10 years. It was Madden and Injustice. That's all I play. Injustice is that work, dude. It's so much fun. Uh, I can't wait for the second one to come out. But I, I have this one. And, you know, when you get this opportunity, it's like, all right, let's see how good Green Lantern is. And let's see how good The Flash is. And then you can change, like, each costume. So, like, there's four different Flashes you can use. You can use the one from Earth 2. You can use a... There's a couple of them you can use their... Uh, their Blackest Night versions. Um, uh, there's a couple different Batmans you can use. You can use the one from uh, Dark Knight Returns. It's like Armored Batman. Like all kinds of different ones you can use. It's so much fun, dude. It's a great, great time. Yeah, it, it really looks like a whole lot of fun. Um, we, uh, uh, um, we, we teased it in the beginning of the show. The, uh, the Black Tribbles are going to be this year again. At the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, which is taking place uh, the weekends of August 20th and then the weekend of August um, uh, uh, 20, 20, well, 27th and 28th uh, at Amalgam Comics and at Tattoo Moms. And the Black Tribbles, we are going to be doing two shows. We're doing a show on Saturday, August 20th at Amalgam Comics. And then we are the closing act on Sunday, August 28th. At Tattoo Moms. The closing act, dog! Yeah, pump your brakes, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we've, we're doing something really cool this year. As, as the Black Tribbles are teaming up with the tabletop um, podcast and video podcast, Nerdarchy, we are going to be doing a kind of like a, like a live D&D RPG, RPG uh, game. Of... Star Wars versus Star Wars characters versus Star Trek characters. Yeah, and I'm sitting there. There's uh, the guys from Nordarchy are sending out all the information throughout the uh, the uh, group text we've been using, and I'm reading all this stuff. Man, this is going to be so much fun, dude! Oh my goodness gracious, this is going to be a good time. Yeah, it's going to so it's going to be Star Trek versus Star Wars and uh, live RPG that we're going to be doing. We're going to be playing this on Sunday. August 28th. Yeah. But on Saturday, August 20th, at Amalgam Comics, we are going to be with Nerdarchy there because we are going to be holding a draft. Because you, out there in the Triple Nation, you will have a chance to be on Team Star Trek, led by Kennedy, or Team Star Wars, led, of course, by the uh, the triple formerly known as Master. Um, we're gonna have we're gonna have a draft so that you can be so that all of you can be on on our teams. It's gonna be a whole lot of fun. Um, so you're definitely gonna information. We're gonna get the information out there so you can be at Amalgams. So you can be part of our draft to to get into uh, be part of our Star Wars versus Star Trek. Live RPG as part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival this year. Uh, we got a caller on the line. Uh, is this Don again? 
Yeah, I got one last one for the poster to try for. Okay. All right, so now, so so now you, so now you might as well play for the game, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, you might as well play for the game and the poster. Whatever you. What do you got? Yeah, that's fine with me. Bring it. What's you your ready? question? All right, you familiar that the Transformers had a combo back in the '80s, correct? Yes. Yes. All right. Throughout its history, the combo, Transformers combo, named it three times, it crossed over into the Marvel universe. Oh, uh, let's see. There was the I think it was issue. Oh, it was three or f- no? Maybe it was eight. Spider-Man showed up. It was actually the f- actually the first appearance of Spider-Man's black costume. Was in Transformers. It was in Transformers. It act- they actually beat uh, Secret Wars coming out by a couple of months. Um, so there was that one. Uh, there was. Didn't they cross over with Rom? I thought they did something with Rom. I, I believe so. But Rom may not technically be uh, in the Marvel. But no, Rom was in the Marvel universe. Yeah, Rom was in the Marvel universe. And then there was oh, what was the third one? What was the third one? There's been a bunch of more recent ones, but the only the only two I remember are the Rom one and the that that Spider Man one. And you said it was you three the times. There are three three of them in the Marvel universe, and he has the first one right. So, yeah, the Spider-Man one I know. So maybe um, it's not Rom. I I, could, I I thought they did cross do something with Rom, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, you know what? It wasn't Rom. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't the Transformers. I think it was the the Micronauts. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah the yeah, Micronauts yeah, yeah, yeah. crossover with Rom. Yeah. Um. Oh, so what's the other one? Because uh, I remember I remembered the the black costume yeah. thing. Uh. Jeez. Ooh, you got me on that one. Wait, wait a minute. Pump hold your brakes. Hold, hold on. Hold on. You got ten minutes. Um. <laughs> This is where we need Jay, but he's not really a big comic book, super comic book reader. Um, hold on, think. hold on. Blue Light Triple, what you got over there, Rhonda? Yeah, I only watch the Transformers after school. Right, well, the cute no. little cartoon. I didn't try to uh, cross over there. No, see, now I'm thinking just random crossovers. I know there was a, there was a Spider-Man Invincible one. There was a... Wasn't there Transformers versus Muppet? And these were legitimate comic books. There wasn't no video or nothing like that. No, I, I, I know. I, oh, God, I can't remember the other ones, though. Ain't Wolverine one. It's always Wolverine. It's usually it's Gotta Wolverine. be. I don't know. Wolverine and Optimus. Transformers and X-Men. Let me think. Probably Decepticons. Be real. Uh, did the Punisher shoot off one of the Punisher the Transformers? <laughs> Punisher was bucking fools with Megatron. You remember that? Wasn't Luke Cage walking around with Soundwave? On his shoulder? <laughs> yeah, Blaster <laughs> on his shoulder. Let <laughs> um, me think. Oh, man. I'm super Saiyan Triple looking over there like, I don't know. Really you know I'm out of this. I'm, I don't know nothing about that. You give up now? Man. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. What time is it? That's ten fifty six. Yeah. Right. What do you got? got what do you minutes? got? All right. So we got the we got All the right. first one. That was yeah. the Spider Man black costume, yeah. right? Yep. What's the second the one? Yeah. What, well, what's the second one? Second one was obvious. Second one was easy. When I'm surprised you didn't get this, Randy. Transformers versus Avengers. Oh Came out God! Like three, four years that ago. oh God! That mess. He I just heard him about that. Oh, I so I, I had just he just blocked that out of his memory. I really <laughs> did go digging it, it out. Terrible. That was a mess. It sounds third, terrible. The third, here, the hard one, which I would be uh, giving mad props. You got this one. Third one was really hard. It was Secret Wars two, 
Circuit Breaker, a Transformer character, met the Beyonder. He did, didn't he? You son of a... Oh, God. You remember the most ridiculous... Because Secret he Wars... He don't remember anything. He's reading it off of Google, man. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. No, it, you know, yo, if, oh, it's Transform- off, if it's Transformers, off, I guarantee off, you he remembers it. If it's Transformers, he remembers it. Yeah, his Transformer knowledge. Yeah, his Transformer knowledge is, is deep. But the fact that you remember anything from Secret Wars 2 is, is depressing because that was a mess. That was terrible. That was, well, the, true, that, was that was a major thing because that, it's that a was, major thing nowadays because Marvel technically still owns the rights to Circuit Breaker and they can't use it in the current Transformers. Oh, oh I know God. they're hurting so bad that they can't use Circuit Circuit Breaker oh in their like you know, three trillion dollar um, <laughs> franchise. Right, he would have made everything. I yeah, know. Right. Nice one. Nice. Right, yeah, nice. You, got, you got me on that one. You okay. got it. All right, so you get a, you get a poster. You get a poster and a game if you and want. You get the game. Thank you. Cool. You get the game. So Any chance I can trade the game for the tickets? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. I'll tell you what, what I'll see give you. Give, yeah. To see Suicide Squad? Yeah. I'll give you the two tickets to see Suicide Squad. You get, get that instead, all right? Oh, that's fine. I was actually, I actually meant uh, Star Trek tickets, but that's fine. I'll take whatever you want. Oh, you want tickets? I thought you said he couldn't make the joint in New York. I thought you couldn't make it. Well, now I'm legal in two days, so I can drive, motherfucker. Then I tell you what, we'll give you the passes. I bet we'll give you the passes. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Triple without a pause or a cause will be at Star Trek Mission New York Labor Day weekend at the Javis Center in New York City. It's going to be live. It's going to be, it's going to be that much live now that Triple without a pause is going to be there. Yeah. One last thing I want to drop off on you real quick. I, I put up on a, on a page, but y'all might not even realize it. That Kennedy was slightly wrong about one thing. They actually are in the process of making a transporter. They're able to transport a single-celled organism like two feet. Hmm. I'll put a link on the, on the page. It ain't much, but it's a start. Well, it's got to start somewhere. Yeah, right? So we'll look, dope. Yeah. look for that in the Triple Nation hey. uh, uh, fan page, ladies and gentlemen. All right, thanks a lot, Don. Anyway, and, uh, and we'll get your information so we can get that out to you, dog. Later. All right, man. Y'all have a good night. Hope you feel better, Kenny. Bye. Bye. Cool. Peace. Dose. That's dope. That's dope. All right, and, and that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, man. This was a lot of fun. We had some giveaways. We had some trivia. We had some Wonder Woman talk, some Star Trek talk. Um, we got a lot of stuff happening uh, in the next few days. Well, we sure do, because we are going to be at Amalgam Comics and Coffee House. It's our home away from home. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Uh, tomorrow night for First Friday is Triple Tang, a night of art, geekery, and music, as we talk about the dynamic duos of pop culture. Featuring very special musical guests, Mental Advisory, the rapping quotient of Gangsta Grads, which means Dolio the Sleuth will be in the building, as well as Arson, the voice of reason, the Rand of Steel. They are going to be in the building doing what they do best. They are they are Back definitely the geeks. damn fool. <laughs> Strip <laughs> it! <laughs> they are going to be uh, rapping hip-hop. We're going to be talking about geek stuff. We're going to have giveaways as well. We'll be giving away some tickets to Star Trek um, Mission New York. Well, hey, we'll take the video game there. See if we can't give away PS3 and Justice Gods Among Us. So you definitely want to be a Amalgam Comics tomorrow night from 6 to 8 p.m. 2578 Frankfurt Avenue for Triple Tang first Friday at Amalgams. Rhonda, Ludite Triple, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you for inviting me. This was so much fun. It was. We really had a good time. Thank you so much. We really enjoyed it. Uh, Kennedy, you get well. Uh, Jason, keep working on on the project for uh, the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Hustle hard, hustle hard, dog. Uh, shout out to Nerd Arkey who's making making that all possible. 
doing the game for us. It's going to be big fun coming your way August 20th and 28th, Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Um, Super Saiyan Triple, the triple formerly known as the Master, Super Triple, and for the family triples that are out there, Wrecking Shot and G-Town Radio. Um, this is the Bat Triple. We got to get out of here. Uh, this is going to be on BlackTribbles.com, SoundCloud, <laughs> <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher Radio. <laughs> and every place a good podcast be. Hey. I'm, in parting, we say, the only frequency is closed. Deuces. May the force be with you. <laughs>